Blog Talk Radio. Way down among Brazilians, coffee beans grow by the billions, so they've got to find those extra cups to fill. They've got an awful lot of coffee in Brazil. You can't get cherry soda, cause they've got to fill that quota. And the way things are, I'll bet they never will. They've got a zillion tons of coffee in Brazil. No tea or tomato juice, you'll see. No potato juice, cause the planters down in Santa's all say no, no, no. The politician's daughter was accused of drinking water and was fined the great big $50 bill. They've got an awful lot of coffee in Brazil. Like a percolator, her perfume was made right on the grill. Why they could percolate the ocean in Brazil. And when their ham and eggs need savor, coffee ketchup gives them flavor. Coffee pickles way outsell the dill. Why they put coffee in the coffee in Brazil. No tea, no tomato juice. You'll see, no potato juice. The planters down in Santa's all say no, no, no. So you led to the local color, serving coffee with a crawler. Duncan doesn't take a lot of skill. They've got an awful lot of coffee, an awful lot of coffee. Man, they got a gang of coffee in Brazil. Everybody, this is Jory and the Coffee Psychic. Welcome to another show, uh, your uh, psychic connection with Jory and the Coffee Psychic. Hey, you know we have our wonderful, wonderful Dave Gunning joining us, joining us back online here, and uh, waiting for him to call in. I know he was here a moment ago. Yes, yes, here he is. So um, again, we're going to be able to get to everybody. We want to mention. Please say your name. When, you an- when we answer the phone, um, take your call, say your name, where you're calling from, and then if you've got a question for Dave, you can ask Dave. He, he needs your birth date. Uh, ask him that. If you have a question for me, then you can just tell me what's going on, and uh, I'll give you an answer as well. All right. This is a live call-in show, everybody, and the number to call in is 347-633-9404.
Again, 347-633-9404. Tonight we're going to be talking about the different aspects in astrology, what they mean, trines, um, oh God, squares, conjunctions, things like that. And Dave's going to explain to us what all of that means because I know I don't know all of it. I use the study of astrology, but I think the saying is if you don't use it, you lose it. So let's see. I believe, Dave, are you there? I am here, Jorianne. How are you? Hey, I'm great. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Great having you back again. Yes, I'm glad to be back. Yes, totally. <laughs> <laughs> so what is going on, sir? Well, um, I think we had a show last month, and it went really we well. We did. I know. You were off for a little and while, and everybody missed you, Dave. Everybody missed you. Well, I, I appreciate that, and I'm glad to be back. Um and I, I like the topic tonight, which is the aspects in astrology, which really, Jorianne, that's the key area of astrology. When you know the relationship between all the planets on the wheel, that tells a really big story about the person's psychological characteristics. It talks about their strengths. It talks about their challenges. It covers every area of life, you know, whether it's relationships or health or money or career or family, friends. Every area of life is covered when you know where those planets are, what houses they're in and how they, what signs they're in and how they relate to one another. Okay. It's a fascinating part of astrology. It's the part of astrology I probably like the best because it, it's so deep. It, there's never... Uh, uh, an end to the depth of the meaning of aspects. There's many aspects in astrology, but uh, I want to just talk about briefly the main aspects that we use in astrology, which are the first four in what we call the harmonic series of aspects. There's actually two series. There's the harmonic series and the 30-degree series. Uh, the, the major aspects are in both of those series. And okay. I'm just going to talk about four, the conjunction, the opposition, the square, and the trine. Uh, those are the four major aspects in astrology. Now, some, as, some astrologers would say the sextile is also major, and uh, that's, you know, that's fine. It, I have found it to be more of a, I wouldn't call it minor, but more like a mid-range aspect. I don't find it to be as, as important as the major ones. But let me briefly explain what those four are so when you have the wheel it's a 360 degree wheel of the zodiac going around you know well it doesn't go around we go around because the zodiac is stationary but it appears like we're stationary and everything else revolves around us but when you have your chart in front of you on paper let's just talk about that i don't want to get too uh transparent here and too or not transparent i don't want to get too deep and esoteric and look at the the zodiac and out there and everything i just want to look at if you look at the chart in front of you that that's that'll bring everything down from the sky down to earth so on the wheel when you have two planets that are really close to one another they're called conjunct c-o-n-j-u-n-c-t and that's the strongest and most powerful aspect in astrology. And so 
in the wheel, on the wheel, we have 360 degrees. But let's mm-hmm. say you had two planets. Let's say you had Venus and Mars at three and four degrees of Gemini. Okay, that's a conjunction. That's when those two planets are really close. They're only a degree apart. And you, you know, different astrologers use different what we call orbs, O-R-B, which is the separation on the wheel between two planets. Uh, most astrologers will use about a six-degree orb. Um, I use about just a little bit less than that. I like to tighten up the orbs a little bit. But mm-hmm. when you have, like, Venus conjunct Mars in Gemini, and they're only, like, one's three and one's four degrees, that's, they're only a degree apart. That's, that's conjunct. That's really powerful. It brings the forces of those two planets together. And so <clears throat> let's just, I'll give you a brief interpretation of Venus conjunct Mars. Venus conjunct Mars a lot of times indicates the person has real strong uh, sexual energy and social okay. energy. And it really means they have a lot of charisma and sexual charm when those two planets are together, because Venus represents love, Mars represents sexuality, okay? So that's, that's very, very strong. It's the strongest aspect in astrology. Then uh, I could use another couple other planets here. We don't have to use the same planets, but let's take moon and sun, which are very common in, in all charts, obviously, all the planets are, but let's say they're opposite. Let's say they're Uh, In the 360-degree wheel, they're 180 degrees apart, which means they're exactly opposite. Instead of being together, like three and four degrees of Gemini, we have the sun and moon, let's say say the moon's at eight degrees Aquarius, and the sun's at like around eight or nine degrees of Leo. Those two planets are, those two signs are exactly opposite. So that's an opposition. Now that's very, very strong too. That's a strong as the conjunction and what oppositions do is they can they attract other people to you or Mm -hmm. they can repel you away from other people in other words it's kind of a push-pull aspect and so when you have oppositions the person tends to be they may be the kind of person that tends to blame others that's one way of looking at it but really what Mm -hmm. they're doing is the other person will symbolically hold up a mirror and they see themselves pointing back at themselves because the problem starts with themselves and they want to project it. That's what oppositions do. They they project. Mm -hmm. They project the problem onto somebody else when the problem may be within them, okay? Mm -hmm. But it's Mm -hmm. really strong in attracting the opposite um, sign to you. Every sign has an opposite sign. So if you are a Cancer and you have Sun in 8 degrees Cancer and you meet somebody who has their Moon at 8 degrees Capricorn, that's a strong attraction. Those two people are, are drawn to one another. Okay, They may have a lot of times when they disagree and fight and all that, but it's almost like fighting and making up when you have oppositions. You know, mm, so It's a really okay. strong aspect. And then we have two others. We have the, the, the aspect number three in the uh, harmonic series of aspects is the um, trine. Uh, that's, I'm sorry, the, the square. That's when uh, two planets are forming a 90-degree angle to one another. They're 90 degrees apart. 
uh, and they form like uh, they're like perpendicular to one another on the wheel. And let's say you have uh, Mercury squaring your Pluto, okay? Mercury is and Pluto are sort of blocking each other's energies. It's like a square. It's like you're trapped okay. within a square. And that square energy makes you feel entrapped. It makes you feel stuck. It makes you feel like resisting. It's, it's the same as, I'll give you a good symbolic uh, picture here. When you have two planets on the wheel that are square to one another, um, and let's say Mercury is at uh, six degrees of, um, uh, let's say six degrees of Taurus, and Pluto is at about eight degrees of um, Leo. Leo and Taurus, those two signs, are square to one another. They don't get along. It's like two cars coming together in an intersection, and they collide oh, with one another. That's a good analogy. That's a good yeah, analogy, like, Dave. Yeah, it's like two cars coming together at the same time in an intersection, and one wants to go one way, and the other one wants to go the other way, and they smash into one another, and nothing gets accomplished. But mm-hmm. the, thing, the good thing about squares is even though it's a difficult aspect on the wheel, and I've talked about squares before. We've had callers, people calling in, and they've talked mm-hmm. about some of their squares. It, it's a very the, – the good news with a square is it's the one aspect that really motivates people to work harder. They may be – it's almost sometimes like when you have squares, if you have a lot of squares in your chart, it's almost like you're slamming your head against the wall. It's like, ah, I'm trying to solve this problem, and I just, it's so nerve-wracking. It's so, it's really getting on my nerves, and I'm really, really making me angry and frustrated and all that. But you keep working at it until you solve it, okay? You don't give up Mm -hmm. with squares. Squares keep you Mm -hmm. hanging in there. That's the good news. They motivate Mm -hmm. you to keep trying. You keep trying and trying until you get it. And then we have the trying. That's the best aspect of all. That's it's the smoothest, most harmonious. That's when two degree or two planets on the wheel are approximately 120 degrees apart. So let's say you have, um, and it's usually planets where they're in the signs that are in the same element. Like three, there's three water signs, there's three earth signs, three fire signs, three air signs. So let's say somebody has their moon at two degrees of Sagittarius. And it makes a trine to their, um, let's say, Uranus at two degrees Aries. Aries and Sagittarius are approximately approximately 120 degrees apart on the wheel. And that forms a nice trine. In other words, when you have two planets that are a trine, the energy between those two planets is flowing through really smooth. And it's re- symbolically, it's one of the most harmonious aspects you can have. Everything comes easy uh, to people who have a lot of trines in their chart, okay? But right. the, the downside of a trine, there is, there's always a downside, even with the most positive sign of all. Uh, trines are when two planets are working really, really well with one another. They're very harmonious. They're very peaceful. They're very cooperative. Everything comes easy to the person who has two planets in a trine. But the one downside of a trine is it kind of makes us a little bit lazy. It's like, eh, I don't have to work at it, so why should I put any effort into it? Everything comes easy. And you don't feel like you have a sense of accomplishment 
when you have too many trines too. So trines are good, trines are great, but they can. The one downside is it can make you feel like you're not accomplishing all that you want to accomplish in life. Um, but these are all these all these aspects. Now I take into the concept. You and I we've talked about this. I take into yeah. astrology the concept of reincarnation and karma. And oh, when yeah, you have a lot of trines in a chart, that person has a lot of good karma coming their way this lifetime because of all the really good things they did in past lifetimes. Mm-hmm. And then the, the, if you have a lot of oppositions or squares, that means you're still struggling with the energies between those planets in your chart and what those planets represent. You know, Mercury represents your mind. Moon represents your emotions. The sun represents your ego. Venus, your love life. Mars, your work life and sex. Jupiter, the mm-hmm. way you expand and grow and, and earn wisdom and grow in knowledge and everything. Jupiter's always, they call that the great benefic in astrology. It enhances everything. Saturn, as you know, we talked about Saturn, too. That's the big tester. Saturn's very disciplined, very responsible, demands that you work hard. If you go against Saturn aspects, you are really doing a, a number on yourself. You're making things worse. And so on. I'm not going to go through all the planets, but basically I've just given you a real quick rundown of what those four major aspects mean when you see them in a chart. Well, Dave, so our, so we've got some listeners that are, you know, uh, yeah. waiting patiently to speak to you. I just want okay. to know, so these guys don't have to know their charts, right? All they have to do is know their birth date yes. um, and their birth time. Is that correct or just their birth well, date? Tonight. Birth date, birth time, and birthplace. Those are okay, three. And, and of course, their name. But the other thing I always ask the client too are two other things. Where are you living now? Because I okay. have to know that in order to do their transits and progressions, which is looking at the cycles of planetary energies that are coming up for them in the next, say, six months or a year, or however we want to go into the future, however, however far you want to go into the future. Um, and then I always ask them, when I, before they come to me for a reading, I always ask them, Jorianne, what is your biggest concern right now? What are your big questions, your concerns? What's troubling you? What's concerning you? And I try to focus on that more than anything else. Good, good. So, Dave, just, you know, because sometimes our time goes so quickly, um, mm-hmm. and I want to make sure we get your name and number out here. Well, we've got your name, Dave Gunning a major mm-hmm. astrologer that I've known you for so many years now. And mm-hmm. uh, so how can people contact you, Dave? Just the fastest, quickest way is just to email me at astro, A-S-T-R-O, gunning, G-U-N-N-I-N-G, my last name, astro gunning, one word, at sbcglobal.net. Perfect. Okay. And then you'll just get back to them. Yeah, I just say, okay, they give me their birth information, and I say, okay, let's set up a date to do this. I get back with them. We set it up, and then I'll do the reading. Um, I can do it on the phone if they want, but I, I prefer, now that we have Zoom, I would prefer to do Zoom. And I, if the person lives close by, I ask them if they want to come here. Now, I know we're under the COVID-19 virus. Um, mm-hmm. By the way, I've had my first shot, so I'm I'm – I have my second shot coming up in three weeks, less, less than three weeks now. And I have, we just come, they come for the reading here at my home, and we sit across from one another or next to each other, 
and we, we wear masks so that we don't, yeah. you know, we're just, you know, following the guidelines. So they can do that. Perfect. They can come in person. They can come on Zoom, or we can do it over the telephone. All right, great. All right, well, let's go to our one of our callers, okay? Okay, let's do it. All right, here we go. Hello, caller. Who is this, and where are you calling from? Hi, how are you? It's Catherine from New York. Hi, Catherine hey, from Catherine. New York. Hi. Yes. Welcome. Um, I, thank you. Thank you so much. Um, I, I, it's okay to ask a question without a birthday? Is that okay? Well, that would be okay for Jerry Ann, but for me, I wouldn't need a birth date. Just your date of birth. Uh, Don't even have to give me the okay. year. You can just give me the date. Okay. June 26. Okay, so you're a cancer. Mm-hmm. And you're about a mm, roughly five degree, five degrees of cancer sun sign. And by the way, I should point out to the listeners, Jorianne, that the only thing yeah. because we're limited to, on time, the only thing I can really yeah. look at is the person's sun sign. I can't go through all their planets; it would take too long over the phone. Yeah. So there's her sun sign, Catherine's sun sign, is about five degrees cancer. And what is your what is your question? Um, there's two gentlemen I'm um, wondering if I should bring on to a project. This I don't at, know their birthdays. Okay, this is at work. Yes. Okay, so um, well, right now Venus is in Aries, and it's squaring your, remember I just mentioned I talked about squares, squaring mm-hmm. your sun sign, but you really can't go, t- that's not too bad because, you can't go wrong with a square between two planets that are what we call in astrology very benefic. So that's that's not bad. And you have Uranus in a sextile to your sun, which is good. We haven't talked about sextiles, but those are positive aspects. And I would say that that's about all really what's going on. There may be a few other things here that I've overlooked. But I would say just looking at your... Sun sign relating to your Venus and relating to your Uranus, um, that's not bad. You're under some good aspects. But, of course, I, I must tell you, Catherine, that the, the, the ultimate answer to your question is if you knew the other person's birth charts, okay? Right. And I'm mm-hmm. not sure if that's even appropriate where you oh, are working. Oh, I know one of their birthdays, actually. One, um, he's also hmm. a cancer, the 19th of July. Oh, okay. So he's a later degree of cancer, which is about uh, 19. He's about a 29 degree of cancer, which means he's got Pluto opposing his son. Now, he's going through some control issues right now. So he may be, I mean, he may be a nice person. And, you know, women are attracted to their sun sign. So usually if it's a woman, she's cancer, she might be attracted to a, a cancer man. But he may have some, maybe going through some problems with authority in that. So uh, it's kind of a double-edged sword, if you know what I mean. Yes, yes. Yeah. And who's, yeah do you know the other see. person's birth time? No, no, I don't at all. It's a newer relationship. You know what? Here's the thing, and Jorianne and I have talked about this many times. The main thing, and this is true for astrology too, it's certainly true in Jorianne's field, just purely psychic readings, 
and you have to be psychic with astrology too. You have to be intuitive. Use your intuition. Go with mm-hmm. your yes. feelings with these two people. You know, if you feel right about somebody, go with it. If it doesn't feel right, then you can say no. Yep. Right, right. And that, that is the very best thing to do. That's perfect. That's yeah. perfect. All right, well, Catherine, good luck with that. And if you want to get back to us, let us know what happens. All right. Yep. We're going to move on to our next caller here. Hello, caller. Who Hi, is this and where are you calling from? Yes, uh, my name is Lou, and I'm calling from Miami. Okay. My did, you say, did you say Lou, L-O-U? L-U-Z. L-O-Luz, okay. And you're calling Lou, from uh-huh. Florida? From Florida, Miami, and um, um, my birthday is coming up in April 7th. April 7th, and I, okay. And I just wanted to know if there's any advances advances in love relationships coming up. Okay, so you're uh, April 7th, and you're 19. about, I'm sorry, what? I can, I can give you my, my year if you need. I was born in Pereira, Colombia. Okay, but you said your birthday was April 7th, right? Yes. Okay, so you're about a 17-degree Aries. All right. So let's see what's let's see what's in store for Aries. Um, well, right now Venus is about to go into Aries, okay, and it's going to be at 17 degrees, Luz, around five, uh, 5th of April. So right before your birthday, Venus is going to go into Aries, and it's going to conjunct your Sun. So right around the 5th of April, and, and you you being an Aries. Aries are usually not at all afraid to make contact with people. They're the most aggressive or assertive sign in the zodiac, okay? They just go ahead and do what they want to do. And they don't, they never, Aries don't care about what people think about them. <laughs> so if, if, they're, if people think ill of them, they don't care. If they think great of them, they, that's fine too. Aries are just, they look at life as, as a challenge, and they want to meet that challenge. They want to, they want to be on top. They want to be the leader. They want to be the strong person. So I would say um, get out there and socialize more when April 5th comes around because you're going to have um, Venus in Aries right on your sun side. And Mercury, just a few days later, on the 13th of April, is going to be on your sun sign as well. It's going to be Mercury conjunct um, your sun in Aries. So these are two conjunctions. Uh, to your sun sign, Mercury and Venus in Aries. And we talked about that as being the most powerful aspect of all. So I'm not saying you're going to necessarily meet Mr. Right, but if you get in, if you get out there and socialize and do whatever you feel you're comfortable with, um, things might, you might uh, make some connections around that time. Okay? That sounds great. Good. Good luck, Luz. Thank you for joining us. All right, we're going to go to our next caller here. Hello, caller? Hello? Hello, Hello. can you hear me? Hi, yes, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yes, yes. I can hear you. <laughs> Hi, Carol, I'm Carol. Yes? I'm not Hello. <laughs> Thanks for joining Hi, us, Dave. Carol. Hi. Yeah. Who, who is this? Who? 
Thanks, Dave. Um, okay. <laughs> so I have I have a question about the United States chart. Can we do that? Oh, oh my God, that's well. I suppose I uh, I I looked July at July fourth, seventeen seventy. Correct. But there's different now. I must tell you that there are there's a controversy here among astrologers as to what is the correct birth time of the chart of the mm-hmm. United States. The most popular yeah. one is, and I think it's like five something in the evening, and it's the it's called the Sibley chart, and it's yeah. it's the one with Sagittarius rising. Okay, which I used to always follow the Gemini rising chart. The birth time didn't make much sense because it was two in the morning. But I I always thought that we were a Gemini rising with Uranus right on the ascendant because we're so much into space and electronics and all that. We're the leaders in the world. But the Sibley chart makes some sense, too. So what was your question that you had? I, yeah, I was wondering if you can talk a little bit about the the challenging energies that the United States is going through right now with, you know, Saturn with a Saturn conjunct Pluto, I think, and then squaring Neptune. And there's a, there's been a lot of really challenging energies last yes. year and into this year. So can you talk a little bit about some challenges that the U.S. might face from some of these difficult aspects? Well, let's just look at one of them. Right now you've got Neptune in Pisces. And I think it's – and I don't have the chart in front of me. Uh, do you have the chart in front of you? Oh, let me see. Do you have the I chart in Nep- front of you, Carol? What? I think. Do you have the I chart in front of you? It, I think. I, I, I think, don't. If this isn't a good question, I can ask no, you no, something no. It's, else. It's a very good question. It's a very good question. Mm-hmm. I think if we don't right now, I think sometime soon we're going to have Neptune squaring Mars because uh, Mars in the chart of the U.S. I just I have to would have to be in Gemini or I think it's in Gemini. Jeez, I I don't have it in front of me, so I'm not prepared for your the question. But Neptune square Mars is an aspect that always kind of worried me in the chart of the United States. Um, we've always gotten into these really crazy, insane. No sense, nonsense, you would say all wars are nonsense and crazy, but a lot of them with the United States tend to be wars that we lose, you know, because we just, the, Neptune, the energy falls out of the bottom of the, of the, you know, of the force to want to have a war with somebody. Neptune square Mars, uh, look at Vietnam, that one fell apart. Uh, the, um, if, if we started it. Not World War One and Two, which was started by other countries that we were pulled into, but um, the Vietnam War is one. Uh, the Afghan War is another. We're still fighting that one, and there seems to be no end to the resolution of that war. Mm-hmm. And I'm just concerned. I'm, I'm not making a prediction here because I don't know. Um, and that's one thing I've had to learn as an astrologer: never make predictions. Talk about possibilities okay mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. the one possibility with that aspect and maybe i can look at it f- between now and the next time we get on the air next month 
but I'm I'm a little bit concerned that we could get involved into another war, and I, I'm hoping that's not the case. Um, I'm not saying it's going to be. I'm not saying it's going to be the case, but, you know, it, it uh, the war on drugs is another one that just seems to be endless, and Neptune has to, it rules drugs. So I, I'm always worried about that aspect. It's one of, it's, there's another another aspect. Uh, the Saturn square sun, I think, is another one I worry about, but there's some really good aspects too, but uh, the Neptune square Mars is the one that concerns me because Neptune's coming up to make a transit to scoring Mars in the chart of the United States, I believe. I'm, I don't yeah. quote me on that, but I believe it does. So I don't know if that answers your question, but I, I, I just uh, I, I should be more prepared for something like that. I need to look at the chart next time. Well, you know what, that's a great great question. And, Carol, thanks for asking that too. And, Dave, that is something that maybe we can look at in a different uh, uh, yeah. different evening, okay? Carol, yes, thanks. Absolutely. We're going to move on to another caller here. And... Um, and let's see who we have next online here. Hello, caller. Who is this and where are you calling from? Hi, this is Laura in New Jersey. Hi, Laura. Welcome to the show, Laura. Hi. What's on your mind? <laughs> uh, do, do you want my birth date? Yes, I do. Uh huh. Are you ten one sixty three? Okay. And I was born at one fourteen in the afternoon. Okay, I can't. I, that's okay. I don't need that right now. I can't. I can't look up that real quick and do your chart, whole chart. So I'm just going to go with 10-1, and you're, you're, you're a Libra, and you're uh, about a 10-degree Libra, something like that. And so what is your question? Uh, concerned around my, I guess, retirement, money, finances, and you know, stability okay. around finances, yeah. Um, are you looking? Are you saying you're looking for more money? Is that what you're implying? Yeah, it would be helpful. <laughs> okay. I was out of work for a whole year with COVID, so I'm. Yeah, that's I'm it's been pretty, rough for people working. It's it's, it's yeah. amazing. It's amazing you are still working. Are you working from home? Yeah, I just started though last month. Okay. Um, you know, just this just the other day. On the 10th of March, no, 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 I'm sorry, uh, the 22nd of March, which was just a few days ago, you had Mars at 10 degrees Gemini was trining your sun sign. Did you feel a little bit more, oh, a little bit more aggressive or assertive in your job and in your work area around that time? No, I would say feeling the need to move on and get another contract. <laughs> well, that's, see, that's because Mars training your son was motivating you at that time. Mm-hmm. And that's good. Uh, Mars is in Gemini, and it's going to be passing off that area of your chart, though. But you do have Mercury going to be opposing your son um, at around April 10th, and that should give you kind of a kick, too. And at the end of this month, uh, March 30th, you're going to have Venus in Aries opposing your sun at 10 degrees. So you got a couple of other aspects coming up, but they're short range. Venus and Mercury move very fast. The outer planets, not so much. Saturn is trining your sun sign. That, oh, yeah, Saturn is 
just doing some good things in your chart. I forgot to mention that because it's, it's, an, it's an Aquarius. And so Saturn trining your sun, this is the time for you to start looking for something else if you're not happy with what you're doing. And, and yeah, if you, put, if you put, your, put yourself out there and look for something better, if you're not satisfied with what you're doing, what do you do? So I develop training, but okay. this particular contract, these things are troublesome on this contract. Okay, so is the, um, do you like training? I do. I mean, I, I enjoy it. Uh, I would like to do something more, I guess, less stressful and more artistic. But I oh, need to okay. make money at doing it. <laughs> I get it. So, yeah, well, you got, now Uranus is going to come up, and it's going to, what we call it, it's a quincunx aspect. It's about 150 degrees. And that's going to come up at the end of April. You're going to feel um, like what you're doing doesn't fit at all. And you're going to feel a little bit at odds with what you're doing and a little bit resistant to what you're doing, which you probably already are feeling now. I feel uh, that now, yeah. Yeah, it's going yeah. to be getting even stronger by the, end of April, by the end of April. Okay? It's really time for you to start thinking about getting into the areas that you really want to get into. Now, Aries can give you that help because Venus and Mercury are going to go into Aries. It'll give you that push because Libras, they, they don't like to rock the boat too much. They're more passive and peaceful, and they use their charm and their grace to get things done or accomplished. They like to get things moving in that way. But maybe you need a little bit more oomph and a little bit more push, and that should come toward the end of uh, April for you. Okay. Okay. Beautiful. Well, thank you. Thanks, You're Laura. welcome. Yeah. And uh, make sure you give us feedback because um, Dave likes the feedback also. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It, I, think, I think feedback is amazing. Yeah. Sometimes we get people to call back, and that's good. I, I really enjoy that. Mhm. Mhm. All right. Let's see who we have next online. Hello, caller. Who is this and where are you calling from? I'm Jennifer from Illinois. Jennifer, okay. Jennifer, what's your birthday? May 30th, 1979. Okay, so you're very early, about a nine-degree Gemini. Do you know your chart? I do. Is it about nine degrees Gemini, somewhere around there? Your sun sign? Let me look two seconds. It says, oh, hold on. That's the sun. That's the circle with the dot in the middle. That's the symbol for the sun. It says eight. Eight degrees. Okay, that's about right. And did you feel a lot of energy around the 19th of March? That would have been about a week ago. Because Mars was right on your sun. That's where it is right now. What is your question? Uh, well, I had to end a relationship about the, around those days and just move forward in my own self. Oh, and I'm ready to see what's next for me. Like, I'm, I do spiritual work, so I want to know what's next for, next for me in my spiritual work. Okay, so you, you ended the relationship a week ago yeah. or so? Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, that would have been, <laughs> it might have been the Mars. It was already so, ended, but I completely ended it. Okay, so Saturn was trining your son, too. Um, 
and you want to do more spiritual work? Is that what you said? Mm-hmm. Yes. Give me give me an example of that. What are you well, specifically looking for? I'd like to help people develop their psychic gifts as well. Um, okay. I'd like to do more training, maybe shamanic training and things like that. Mm-hmm. Okay, very good. I like it. Um, yep. Well, Saturn is training your sun because Saturn's in Aquarius. And all, right now it's training your sun. And it's going to be there all the way to the end of April. So you've got to put that energy out there. This is the perfect time for you to say, this is what I want. I'm going to put it down on paper. I'll send it out to different places. You know, I don't know where you'd go for something like that, but maybe um, I, I don't know where you'd look. That's something that you would know more about. But you've got to put the word out. You've got to market yourself right now because you've got these really good aspects to do that. Saturn training your son is a good business aspect, and you're right on. It's right there where you are at. So that's good. Uranus is semi-sextiling your son. Not going to help you that much, and Neptune and Pluto aren't going to help much. Now Jupiter is in Aquarius too, but that was more helpful for you in April. Um, but Mars is right there. Um, Saturn is right there, and they're pushing you. So just keep at what you're doing. I like the fact that you're stating what it is you want to do. That's important. If you know what you want to do and you go after it, there's nothing that should stop you if it's the right time. And right now you've got some good aspects, so timing is everything with astrology. So you have it going. Thank you yeah. so much. Jennifer, I just want to add to you, honey, I see you doing healing. I see crystal work around you. Uh, this is going to be a good time for you to start taking more classes, and there's going to be something big happening for you around August, like some big changes coming yes. in your life. Yes. Yeah? Thank you so much. I appreciate it, guys. I've been on a few times, and you've helped me along my way over the last couple of years, and I really appreciate you. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks, Anytime. All right. Talk to you next time. Bye-bye. Good luck. That's great. That's really great. All right, let's see who we have next online here. Hello, caller. Who is this and where are you calling from? Hey, this is Jesse. I'm calling from Illinois. Uh, this is a psychic question. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just wanted to know um, if you can give me a description of who is coming up for me. Okay, what is your What is your birthday? Oh, 22nd of October. I needed a description, so I'll twenty second of October. Partner. Oh, are yeah. you looking? For, so you're looking for a partner? Yeah. Okay, so and how do you look like? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, that's going to be a little bit tough. My Jorianne, you could maybe help her there. Twenty second of October means that you're about you're early. De- are you early degree Scorpio? No, late. De- Degree uh, Libra. Oh, oh, late Libra, okay. 29. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Um, well, I mean, when that's going to happen could be a number of dates uh, when you meet that somebody. But you sound like you're really looking for somebody really strong. <laughs> okay, here's, here's something that's really good. In May, around the end, well, about the 12th, 13th of May, you got... Jupiter at 29 degrees of Aquarius, and it's trining your sun. That's good for meeting new people. Uh, let's see what else is going on. 
uh, let's see. I would say that's probably your best bet coming up. Joanne, do you have a description for her? Um, I do, as a matter of fact. Go and ahead. Um, Jesse, are you used to dating men of darker skin? Yes. Um, okay. Yeah, a mix. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what I'm seeing, honey. I'm seeing a gentleman. It's either going to be Hispanic, possibly Puerto Rican, um, maybe African American. Um, uh, could be somebody that's um, culturally mixed. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, and this is a, a man with definitely very black or very dark hair, and it's very short, mm-hmm. not bald, but short. And honestly, I think his eyes are so beautiful, it's not funny. His his head is a little, uh, you know how some people's faces are elong, elongated? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This person's face looks more, um, how can I, rounder, actually. Uh-huh. And, and there's the color blue around him. And I'm not, I'm not sure if that's his favorite color, but clearly there's a, it's more of a navy blue around him. And I also happen to see larger vehicles with him. So I'm not sure if he has, like, a, a truck or works around trucks or vehicles like that, but there's going to be larger larger vehicles. Okay? And, okay? and there's one other thing I want to add to you. There's another date here that's good. It's around the 22nd or 3rd of April when Mars is at 29 degrees Gemini. That's also trining your sun in Libra. Uh, so you've got Mars trining your sun and Jupiter Trining your son, that's in May. So you got some good dates for possibilities, not saying that you're going to meet the person or the person that Dorianne has described, but those are good dates well, to not meet. On those. I'll say she might not meet them on the dates you're seeing. But, yeah. uh, again, yeah. I, Jesse, give us a call. Let us know if this uh, gentleman comes in. Let us know if he comes in around the dates that Dave is seeing. You know, right. that sort of thing. Yeah, let us know. All right, thanks. And, Jorianne, let me just say this, because most of our callers in are women. Um, mm-hmm. a wo- in a woman's chart, you want, they want to look at transiting Mars and the sun very okay. strongly and, um, to a certain degree, Saturn. Any of the planets that tend to be more masculine, more male, uh, that's mm-hmm. why we use the sun sign a lot, too, because it uh, has to do with men. The sun sign okay. has to do with a man in a woman's chart. So does Mars. So okay. that's why I tend to look at those two planets a lot when the women calling in ask about a relationship. Nice. Very nice. Yeah. There's so many things. It's, it seems to me like there's a lot of um, different things that can change or shift or, you know, as you know, Dave, uh, certain mm-hmm. things like you know the charts. But the nice right. thing that I like about your work is that you actually do comparison charts for people. So you right. can literally take two people. Let, let's say that um, this young lady, Jessie, comes in, and she said, I want to get my chart done. I've met this great guy, Roy or Robert, whatever his name is going to be here, our name, and she wants to have a compatibility chart done. Now, you can right. do that with both their birth dates, can't you? Yes. You, you look at both charts, both natal charts, and mm-hmm. they're called, it's called a bi-wheel. You put one chart in the center, and it doesn't matter who. You could, the, the woman's chart could be in the center and the man's on the outside or vice versa. The man's in the middle and the woman's on the outside. It doesn't really matter. And then you compare 
You know, when we look at natal charts, we look at the planets in that chart to see the aspects. But now, when you're comparing two charts, that's called the inner aspects between two charts. And you can okay. see the strengths and challenges between those two people. And just about everybody has both, you know. Mm-hmm. And I should mention this one more thing. It's You don't want just all trines and conjunctions and really good aspects, you know. Sometimes you want a few squares or oppositions because that can, that can motivate two people to work on a certain area of growth together as a partnership. So squares and oppositions, as, lo- as long as there's a few more trines and sextiles there too, that's good. You want a kind of combination of both. That's the best uh, charts that you can look at, the, the most favorable because you want, if everything is just trines and sextiles and really good aspects, there's not a lot, a lot of not a lot of room for growth there. Okay, because everything mm-hmm. comes so easy. But if there's a few squares and oppositions, that can give those two people a challenge in a certain area of life that they need to grow in. Now, now we're going to move on to another caller here, Dave. But I've got a question, and you can just give me a brief answer. In your whole astrology chart, you know, for everybody, is there somebody that's more of a perfect sign for you or like there are two or three perfect signs and then there's some signs that you'd really better stay away from as far as dating and marriage goes? Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, One of the things, I'll I'll try to be as brief as possible because I know we have other callers, but Mm -hmm. it's knowing the other person's ascendant. That's where the the time comes in, the time of birth. We don't have enough time to do that on the air, but... The ascendant in relationship with one person's ascendant in relationship to the other person's sun, moon, Venus, and Mars, if it's in the same sign or the opposite sign, there's usually a very strong attraction. And that's good because, you know, you could have two people that are real compatible, but if they're not attracted to one another, they're not going to get together. So attraction is very important initially to get two people together. And if you have a lot of planets, if you have a lot of those planets in either one of those two ascending or descending signs in the other person's chart, the more connections you have, the stronger the attraction is and the, more, the better the chance for them to have a long-term relationship and even leading up to marriage. So um, okay. the ascendant with the sun, moon, Venus, and Mars, that's a real good way to connect two charts. Nice, nice. Okay, beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. All right. All right, let's see what's next online. We could have a whole evening of that discussion, Dave, and maybe that's what, what we should do. Yeah. Yeah, we could, yeah, we should talk about compatibility because so many of the calls that come in are about relationships. Yeah, they, most, they really are. And, I, you know, sometimes we have the karma that we have to deal with. We've got past life relationships that people are trying to work out. But is that the best relationship for you to be in, or are you just working off karma? I mean, that's a real yeah. good question. So yeah, let's let's absolutely. see who we have next online. Hello, caller. Who is this, and where are you calling from? Um, Lisa from Arizona. Welcome to the show, Lisa. I thank you. Lisa, when's your um, birthday? A nine twenty sixty two. Nine twenty. Yeah. Nine twenty. That's all I really need. Okay, so you're a late degree of Virgo. Uh, you're, jeez, you'd probably be about, do you know your chart? Oh, golly, you know, I had it done a way while back, and 
okay. I guess I have to answer you no, I'm sorry. You're probably about a nine nineteen or nine twenty of nineteen degrees or twenty degrees of Virgo. Um you're a Virgo, correct? Yes. Yeah, you're not yeah. on the cusp. Okay, so when when is I'm sorry, what is your question? Well, <clears throat> excuse me. I um left a 20-year relationship, and mm. I got instantly involved with someone um, as a friend. We started out friends, and, and then we went into being sweethearts. And okay. I don't know. How do you see that panning out? Well, that's, um, let's see. Well, just looking at the ephemeris here, um do you know that other person's birth date? Yeah, they they were born in August. Oh, golly. Unfortunately, I don't have the exact date. Do you know if they're a Leo or a Virgo? Oh, man, I'm up the creek now. I'm so sorry. <laughs> that's I, right. I'm sorry. That is, that's a cutoff, isn't there? In August, there's a cutoff, isn't there? Yes, right around uh, the 21st and 22nd, it shifts from Leo to Virgo. I wouldn't be a bit surprised if the man that you're involved with may be a Virgo. I mean, it, it, it doesn't necessarily mean that, that it, he is, but I'm just, I, as I mentioned before, women are usually attracted to men of their sun sign a lot of times. Do you think two Virgos can make it? Yeah, sure. Oh, yeah. Two two people in the same sign? It's funny about that because they either get along really, really well. I mean, I'm mar- I've been married to an Aquarius. for We've been together for 30 years, and we get along mm-hmm. great. But then I noticed that there are, there are times when you see two people that are of the same sign, and all they do is fight, you know, so you can have both, you know. Um, if you started out as a friendship, and now it's developing to something more, it sounds like it's a really good thing. What do you think, Jorianne? It it actually feels like it's not a bad thing. Um, it, it's, kind of, it's kind of weird, Lisa, because it almost feels like you left something, a relationship that was dying, okay? Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and it just feels like you got out, you got out in the nick of time, um, of course, hoping for more. Uh, like a more fulfilling relationship, but I'm not I'm not 100% sure that you feel like this is completely the one. And I think you're going to have to spend more time here, really exploring yep. this. And um, does well, that make any me... sense to you, Lisa? You know it does. And really, when I left the 20 year relationship, it was uh, something that I had been dealing with for the last several years, wanting to leave. And then all of a sudden, it was you know the plug was yanked out and yep. disconnected and I'm grateful it was a blessing in disguise and then this mm-hmm. a new one came in unexpectedly and surprising and I wasn't looking and I'm still not looking I'm not looking uh you know so anyway I'm very confused Are you are, did you feel like when he came into your life that this was a breath of fresh air well, the friendship, yeah, yeah, it was it yeah. was kind of interesting. It caught me off guard, and I, it was just very warm and comfortable. And um, then it went into, you know, the the, the intimacy. 
And, and it was um, and it was a, was it a smooth transition into that? Yeah, it was level? fun. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. It was unexpected, you know, and everything was unexpected about this whole thing. Well, here's but, the thing about let me just say this about Virgos, okay? And you're a Virgo. I, and I don't know your whole chart, so I don't know if this is necessarily a quality that you have. But Virgos tend to be very, very analytical about everything. And they sometimes analyze things to death. And they, they, they need to stop doing that and just go with the flow and just feel it, feel it. And stop trying to, you know, figure it out mentally. Go with your emotions, go with your feelings, go with the flow. And you might have a better understanding of the relationship. Unless there's something that's already there on an emotional level that you don't feel is comfortable. I mean, I don't know. That's up to you. That's for you to decide. Right. Well, I'm going to add one more thing for you, Lisa, okay? Okay. It looks, it, to me, when I feel your energy, you've got to make sure that you don't fall into a space of complacency, um, getting bored, uh, getting frustrated. And, and it's okay because just because you guys came into this relationship does not mean that this has to be the one. And to me, I get a sense of a two- or three-year period that you're going to be going through a process here, uh, finding yourself again, and then you'll be making some decisions whether you're going to stay or go or whatever you're going to do. And you may even decide to, to leave even before that. But you're going to come into a greater awareness within a two-year, two- or three-year period for yourself. Okay? Well, and, That's what I, and I just, let me just add this, too, though. Neptune's in Pisces. And it's at 21 degrees now. It's not anywhere near opposing your sun sign. But I will have to say this, Joanne, in a couple of years she's going to have Neptune opposing her sun. And she may feel, here's what happens when Neptune opposes somebody's sun sign. They have a feeling that they don't really know themselves. It's like everything has changed. Nothing is the same anymore. I feel confused. I don't know who I am. I don't know what I want. I don't know where I want to go. And... That happens for anybody who has Neptune opposing or squaring their sun sign. Now, that shouldn't be happening exactly right now. But here's the thing. With, with Virgo, Virgos is a wonderful sign, by the way. They are very smart, very studious, very, very hardworking, and they, are, they have a, a pure, cleanly quality to them, generally speaking. I love Virgos. And so... You know, it, it's just that you don't want to overanalyze every situation, every little thing that the person does. It happened very fast, it sounds like. I mean, you didn't have a period there between the one that died out and the new relationship that you're in. And usually there's a period there where you have to kind of get to know yourself again and get back on yeah. track. So you want that, that transition you made was rather quick. And so you may need to slow down and have more time for yourself. More self-time. So, Lisa, let us know what happens, honey. And uh, no rights or wrongs here. Again, there might be some karma that you're working out here or whatever that is. But everybody's looking for a happy relationship. And and I'm really glad you were able to leave that one that wasn't working for you anymore and you've been able to move on. So that's really wonderful. Yeah, that's the important thing. That's really really important. Yeah. So we're going to move on to another caller here. Uh, this time it's flying by as quickly. Normally does, Dave. Normally does. All right. So let's see who we have next online. Hello, caller. Who is this and where are you calling from? Hello. Hi. Hello. Hi. My name is Maria. 
Air color yeah. from New York. My birthday is May 15. April? May, May. May, May 18th? 15th. 15th, May 15th. Okay. Um, so you're about, mm, about a 25-degree Taurus. Okay, and what is your question? My question is, is you see me say I'm going to go this year or next year in Italy, is I'm going to buy a property in Sicily or near Roma? Oh, if you're going to buy some property in Italy. Right. Uh, 25 degree of Taurus. Uh, well, Uranus is, is in Taurus right now, and... Um, it's not anywhere near your sun sign yet, though. It's got a ways to go. Uh, it, it won't be. Let me just tell you when it's because that's a really important aspect. Uranus on your sun. It's yeah. when that's when people. Any time a person has Uranus on the sun, they really get going and do things. But that's not going to be for a while yet. You're gonna. Oh God, you're, that's probably not going to be until 2023. Okay, so that's a couple years from now. But you're looking for something right now. Um, I so don't. Go, go ahead. I'm sorry. I said she says I'm gonna go to she or Nikki she in Italy. Yeah, you so know what? If it, then. Yeah, you know what? If it's Uranus on your son, then I'm gonna say it's gonna be in a couple years because you got Uranus on your son. That's when people make bold moves, bold moves, and and, and a lot of confidence and boldness. Whatever it is, whether it's a move or buying property or getting into a new relationship, and you're going to have Uranus on your sun sign in 2023, 2024. So it might be better to kind of wait until then. That's when things are going to really start moving. Okay? Beautiful. Maria, thank you so much. And, again, feel comfortable to give us a call. Hey, Dave, this would be something that would be a, a perfect question for you to really do a chart, Right. Yeah. Uh, to really look oh, for yeah. in depth. So, uh, again, would you mind putting your information out so people can contact yeah. you for a chart? Yeah. Yes. Um, my ast- It's Astro Gunning. It's my email address, A-S-T-R-O Gunning, G-U-N-N-I-N-G, at sbcglobal.net. See, all they have to do is just email me and say, I'm interested, here's my name, I'm interested in having a reading, and then I go, great, this is what I, and I give them a kind of a two or three paragraphs of explanation, exactly what I do. And mm-hmm. then if they say, yes, let's do it, then I say, okay, give me your birth information, your date of birth, your time of birth, your place of birth, where you live, what are your questions. And then we set on a date, and we either do it over the phone or do it on Zoom. At least with Zoom, you can see each other. I love doing it on Zoom. Of course, I would prefer doing it face-to-face, that's still the best. But, you know, you can't do that when people are living, you know, on the other side of the country or out of the country. So mm-hmm. so Zoom is really a great thing with this pandemic, you know. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that's all they have to do. And I, we can set it up, set up a chart reading, and uh, I can give them a much thorough, much more in-depth reading than just what we're doing over the over the air right now. This is just a little taste, you guys. Just a yeah, little taste. Yeah, it's just a little taste. It's a, a little tease. Yeah. <laughs> a little tease. That's right. All right. Well, let's see who we have next online. That's Dave. what they call me, a little tease. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Who is this? Hi. Where are you calling from? Hi. Happy Thursday. My name is T. 
Tina. I'm calling from New Jersey. Tina from Tina, New Jersey. Show. Tina, when's your Hi. birthday? I'm uh, November 27th. What is it again? You're kind of muffled. Can you? It sounds like you're not at the, at the receiver. I can't hear your voice real well. Oh, November 27th. That's better. Thank you. Okay, so um, you're about a, a six degrees Sagittarius. Uh, oh, we haven't had a Sag calling in in a long time. What what uh, what is your question? I want to ask about my relationship with my boyfriend Todd. And your bro? I'm sorry. What did you What did you want to know about your boyfriend? Uh, uh, about our relationship. Whatever it works out. Oh, it's going to work out. Okay. Uh, well, you're uh, what did I say? Seven degrees Sagittarius. Uh, give me your birthday again. What did you say it was? Eleven twenty-seven. Okay, so you're about a six degree Sag. Um, I, ooh, you got Mars been opposing your son around the middle of this month. You didn't get into a fight, did you? No, I'm peaceful in the house. Good, 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 good. Uh, I was just asking. I wasn't sure. Uh, uh, there's no planets right now in fire signs, but they will be in April. You're going to have Mercury at seven degrees Aries. It's going to be training your sun on around April 8th. And then Venus, the love planet, is going to be at 7 degrees Aries on around the 21st of April. Venus is going to be trining your sun. I would say it's, it seems like I don't see anything wrong with the relationship. It seems like it's going to go well. I mean, it's always yeah, no, bumps no, in the... it is. It's well. Okay, and, and are you looking... To see if you're going to go to, into in, into marriage or something like that. Is that what you? Yes. Hope? Okay. Well, um, boy, I I mean I'm looking ahead, but I'm not looking way ahead. It looks good. Um, Jorianne, what do you pick up? So Tina, what's your uh, sweetheart's name? Todd. Todd. Yes. Well, energetically, honey, the way this looks, it looks like you guys are planning on being with each other. Have you guys discussed marriage? Uh, yes, he's a, he's traditional. When's his birthday? Yeah. One fourteen. Oh, oh, he's a Capricorn. Mhm. Mm, wow. The energy Probably feels good lot, to me for you guys. I bet he has a lot of Sag in his chart. I'll bet you. I think so. Yeah, I it looks good. Mm-hmm. It looks good. I mean, don't rush well, into it, though. No, I'm not. You had some, you know, uh, get to know each other. Take time mm-hmm, to know each mm-hmm. other. And Dave, if they wanted to invite you to the wedding, would you go out to New Jersey? <laughs> I don't know with the <laughs> pandemic. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> well, honey, good luck with that. Good luck, <laughs> Tina. I don't know. It, you know, astrologically, it feels good. Psychically, yeah. they feel like a good couple together. It's, it's, it's yeah. the energy. It feels, feels good. good. So good luck, honey. Yeah, yeah I think good it's luck, gonna work, work out. I think it's gonna work out. Me too. All right, let's see who we have next online here. Hello, caller. Who is this, and where are you calling from? Hi, this is Katie from Georgia. Katie hey, from Katie, Georgia. Welcome to the show. Yes, thank you. Katie, when's your birthday? Twelve twenty-six. You need the the year too. No, twelve twenty six is fine. That's all I need. You're an early degree Capricorn. You're about a five, mm, four or five degree Capricorn. Do you know your chart? 
Um, I think so. I mean, not that I know what it means. What, no, I know. But what did you want to know? Well, I just wanted to know if <laughs> if your sun sign was about four or five degrees Capricorn. Katie, you're no fun. Why don't you why do you, why don't you know what it means, Katie? <laughs> yeah. I, listen, I, I let me tell you, I'm more of astrology. It just I just don't know what astrology means, but I'm more of um. You guys ever read um? What colors your parachute? Yes, um, I know. What about, is that? So it's more about um, kind of like auras, and it, it kind of like lets you know if you're like it's like you take this quiz, and it tells you like you're a yellow person or a yellow kid. And when I read that, it just resonated with me so much way more than astrology. It's like it's like colors instead of signs, uh, I guess. Oh, that's cool. That's cool with that then. Yeah. So what is your question? Yeah, um, my question is about career. So um, I, yes, career. Um, I have a lot of things going on, and I'm launching a, uh, like a body care business, but I'm, I'm in the process of looking for kind of like employment and permanent employment and things like that. And I'm just wanting to know what's going on with me attracting it, or is it something I got to do to help attract it, or what's going on with it? Should have been things should have been going well for you in January around the 14th when you ran a station that at six degrees Taurus. Was things going well for you job wise around the middle of January or not? I would say it went amazing because I I left a position that I hated. <laughs> okay. Nice. So, okay. So, so that was good. I definitely wanted that position to end, and it did end. Thank Jesus for that. Um, and when did that when did well. that happen? When did that happen? And when you said, like, I think it was the Jan- first or second week of January. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's you had Uranus exactly stationing, training your son. That was really good energy uh, for something new. And you got you went in, you got left your old job and you got into something new. So that was good. Well, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm not. Um, I'm not working right now. Oh, okay. So you went. You just got out of that job. Okay, I get it. Yes. 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 Okay. Well, you got Saturn. Um, well, Saturn's not doing much for you. It's, semi, it's semi-sextiling your son. Uh, Earth signs, the only planet that's an Earth sign is, in, is Pluto, and that's late degrees of Pluto. It's in the 26-degree range of Pluto. So that's really not helping you too much. So you're looking for employment. Is that what I get from you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um well, Uranus, yeah, Uranus is kind of going back and forth here. Uh, let me look ahead a little bit here. I'm going to look a little bit further down the road, okay? Okay. I mean, I'm not, I know you want to get back to work soon. I'm sure. What did you do? It was kind of like legal, like legal work. Oh, okay, okay. Um. There's nothing really that's blocking you from that, but I don't see anything that's helping you much either. It's kind of been slow mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you think that it's something yeah. to do with the pandemic, or do you think it has to do with just the way the market is? Um, I don't know. It's different factors. Um, you know, they are. Um, I don't have a, a car yet. So it's different yeah. things, you know. There are positions, and some of them you may have to drive to. Like I, I don't know, but um, I have no idea. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm coming. Yeah, Jerry Ann, you want to help me out here because I'm kind of drawing a blank here. 
And this is for this is for new employment coming up. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so it feels, Katie, that um, you've got. Now, tell me what you said you did again. Um, I do legal work. I do different. I've been working on. I do different type of uh, legal projects and stuff like that. Okay. It feels like there's a location uh, that's going to be. Uh, opening up that's going to be available for uh, some sort of uh, work. I think it's around the city, legal things mm-hmm. around the city that you might get involved in. Okay. It mm-hmm. also looks like there might be some volunteer work that you may be able to get involved in. And and it feels like um, I'm hearing the name Michael around you, and I don't know if you worked with Michael Michael in the past, but it feels like somebody is going to be around around the name Michael and John. That uh, that you should be knowing, like almost for sure, around September. Now I know you're going to be employed before September, but I think there's going to be a couple mm-hmm. different things you're going to be getting involved in before September that'll bring you to the job that you're going to be very very happy with. Have you done any work, illegal work, around social services or anything like that at all? Um no, um no no, but um. Hopefully, I can, um, you know, get my law license and, you know, be a part of certain things like that. Well, I see that in the future, honey, for you. I see that the social services, I see you volunteering, doing work, and I think that's going to be great for you. Go ahead, Dave. But remember September. September. And I actually do see, looking ahead here, there's some good aspects for you at the end of April. Let me point out the dates. Now, I don't necessarily mean this is going to land you something, but mm-hmm. at least you should be making a lot of uh, contacts and re- getting out your resume. And that's when Mercury goes into Taurus at around four or five degrees of Taurus around the 22nd of April. And then Venus goes into Taurus even earlier than that, around the 18th of April. And then right at the end of April, you have Mars uh, actually, end of April, beginning of May, Mars is opposing your sun sign in Cancer, which because you're a Capricorn, and so Mars will really kick you in the butt and make you start looking harder when we get to early May. I don't know if I necessarily see you landing something that you want at those dates, mm-hmm. but at least mm-hmm. you're putting your energy out there and getting getting your name out there more. At least that's what you should do. Okay? Yeah. Well, thank Perfect. you. Well, thank luck, you both. You're yeah, welcome. Take care. All right, have fun. All right, remember to have fun. All right. Yes. Let's see. Let's do our next caller. You always have to have the fun, Dave, you know? You know, if you don't have fun in your job or in your relationships, it really makes for a dull life, let me tell you. You've got to look for the fun of things. You gotta learn to totally. laugh. Laugh at yourself. That's the main laugh at yourself. Totally, totally. Well, hello <laughs> caller. Who is this and where are you calling from? Hello, Elizabeth? Hi. Elizabeth? Hi Elizabeth. Hi Elizabeth. Well, how about that? Um well I'm not <laughs> laughing too hard this week, but uh yeah, <laughs> Uh-oh. I, um, <laughs> I'm a nineteen degree uh Capricorn and I've spoken oh, okay. to you on and off for, you know, the last few, um, I don't know, forever. 
And uh, last week, my husband, uh, I mean, every week he says, is the coffee thing he can tonight? And, you know, and then he sits there and he sings the coffee song. And so he is oh, a big fan. Oh, what a good man. <laughs> he is. He, he oh, loves show. And, uh, and then every time Dave would say, what's my email address? He would, she would scream it out before, you know, because he heard it so many times. So, <laughs> so unfortunately, um, he was, uh, uh, I found him, uh, I woke up Sunday and he had had a massive heart attack. He died. Oh, so, oh I'm sorry, you know, honey. So I'm wondering, you know, he was, a, he was a Scorpio. I have a Scorpio rising, so you're right. That was a, you know, a connection. But yeah. um, is there anything good? I mean, I've been through, you know, Pluto was in Capricorn, as we've discussed it, killed my father, came back, retrograde, killed my mother, took two of my dogs, my house, I lost my house, <laughs> and now my husband. So I'm thinking, is there anything good for me coming up here? Yeah. I'm like, no, you know what? Jorianne, I'm going to throw this one to you because you're better at this kind of, with the health stuff, I think. Well, I'm really sorry. Or just in general. Now, this was yeah, now now you ended up saying now what what was it that what aspects kept coming around that your family was passing around you? Pluto and Capricorn. Yeah, Pluto, Pluto and Capricorn. And Saturn and Capricorn at the time too, you know. But um, yeah. you know, I, I was thinking that I know Pluto is still there, but I was hoping it was moving off of me and that nothing horrific more would happen. Well, Saturn, <laughs> Jupiter and Saturn have gone out of Capricorn. They're now in Aquarius, and that's a much lighter, not as heavy signs as Capricorn. Pluto's still going to be in Capricorn for a while because it moves very slowly. It'll probably move out of Capricorn in 2023 or 2024. But that doesn't mean that you have to wait till then for something to get better. Uh, you have to look at all the planets. And Jupiter and Aquarius uh, can be very good for people who are have air, air planets and air signs in their chart. Do you know the rest of your chart? Uh, yeah. Um, I have um, Mars and Saturn, both in Scorpio, on my ascendant. I have okay. uh, a Venus in Aquarius. I have, um, oh. oh, my house is Pisces, and I know you said Neptune was in Pisces, so obviously there's confusion about my home. Um, hmm. And I don't know how long that lasts. And then, oh, the other question I had, the nodes of the moon, I yeah. I have, I, I don't know if they're still at 15, but I had the exact opposite. Is that like a life-changing situation where you have the opposite? Not necessarily. The nodes move back and forth real quickly oh, okay. uh, as we go through the days. What degree is your Venus in, do you know, in Aquarius? I think it's 21. Oh, well, geez, it's, um, that, that's where um, Jupiter is right now. It's at 21 degrees Aquarius. And Saturn is, is at eight degrees Aquarius, ten degrees Aquarius, as we speak, ten degrees, and it's okay. going to be it's going to not take that long before it's on your Venus. Saturn on the Venus is not necessarily bad; it can mean money too. But Jupiter on your Venus is is happening right now. It's right on your it's, it's at twenty one degrees of Aquarius, so it's right on your Venus. So okay, um, uh, that can be good for money. Uh, that can be good for love, could, can be good for socializing. Uh, take it, I know if you have Saturn, you just mentioned you had Saturn on, and Mars on your ascendant, right? Right. Yeah, and that's in, in Scorpio. So you're 26, yeah, 26, and then Mars is 27, and 
Saturn is 29. Yeah, my moon's right there on your Saturn and then on your ascendant and on your Mars, so I can empathize. But you're a serious person, okay? And you're a hardworking person. And you're a no-nonsense person, too. Um, I have a moon in Sag, so I can laugh. Okay, that's good. I was going to say, I hope you have something that makes you laugh, because those are heavy heavy planets and heavy energies. But having the moon in Sagittarius is good. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's right. Um, so I, I would say right now, Jupiter on your on your Venus, um, hmm. lighten up, it should help to lighten you up a little bit. I don't know if it has or if it will, but, you know, it's good for socializing, money, love, all that stuff. Maybe, um, I don't know, is he well enough to get out of the house or not? No, he died. He died. He, oh. he just passed. He just passed. Right. Okay. Yeah, and he was... He was sick, but I didn't think he was going to die. I mean, he's been in yeah. and out of the house. You know, yeah, when I found did, him. When did, he, when did he pass away? Sunday morning. Yeah. Oh. But, oh. Um, you know, I, I want to inter- interrupt here. I want to interrupt here, Elizabeth. I see your husband coming by you, and I see him really coming by you in the, in the I, th- I don't know if it's the front room. I see somebody reading here. I really get a, get him very compassion, being very compassionate and loving around you, and I don't know if he was bigger or not, but I, or at least at one point. But I just oh, yeah. he's, like felt this figure coming up here. He felt like a big guy, and he yep. loves you, honey. This man loves you. Yeah, he did. But I think what what Dave might be talking about is that I have had the family members have been uh, really stellar in trying to help me, you know, with the complete shock of it all, you know. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. So well, he I've just had, came up here. I just needed to tell you that he comes around you. He's watching you. Something about reading. And he's very compassionate around you, honey. He loves you very much, okay? Oh, good. Yeah, because I didn't feel any signs. And I thought, why didn't, you know, when other people have died, I've seen relatives come in my face and I wake up and I say, oh, Aunt Dottie's here or something. You know, and I, I didn't see this coming. I didn't get any inklings. I, I yeah. it was totally blindsided and it's like oh my god you know um i'm sorry for your loss i really am i really am sorry and some yeah and when we're so close sometimes honey sometimes we don't see it but i i agree with joanne he's around you and i actually think it's Mm -hmm. kind of a door closing and another one opening for you um you still have a lot of life to live yeah, I guess I just had, and, and you know, I just didn't figure it would be without him, you know. So yeah, we, right. we got it for a long time. So, you know, it's a shock, but yeah. Um, so hopefully, um, I can move through the Pluto stuff and yeah, you know, yeah. Um, but uh, okay, well, well, I appreciate that, and I will uh, look for signs of him, and hopefully, um, you know, we'll sort this whole thing out. But uh, yeah, I, I agree with Jorianne. He's around you. Definitely, he's around you. Yeah, but he always Watch loved your show. Flickering you know. light. Yeah. Oh, yeah, my lights do flicker, uh, actually. Um, That's what I was okay. getting. Okay. Things are going to get better. Things are going to get better. They yeah. will. Okay. Well, thank you so much. Right, I, hang I, I, in there. You're welcome. Right, hang in take there. Care. Call back. All right, bye-bye. Bye now. I didn't notice that her <laughs> husband just died. I wasn't aware of that, so uh, that's that's hard. It is. It is really hard. And, yeah, you know, there's God. the part of life that some things we cannot avoid, and I, I thought it was really interesting because Elizabeth knows Pluto, Saturn, Capricorn, those are the aspects where things just 
you know, impact heavy, your life. Stab heavy yeah. things that change. Heavy, so, and that's heavy, good. You know, heavy energy. That's another thing. I think that's really good for people to know about their charts because if yeah. you know that this is a time where something could be happening, my saying that I live with every day is to be forewarned is to be forearmed. And right. I remember there were some things that you told me about my chart. I had my calendar there. I'd write them down. This might be a tough day, and I'm telling you, it to me, that helps. This could be a good day, go out and buy the lottery. I mean, lottery tickets. Yeah, and let me, let me just say this one thing. I hope she's still listening because uh, I wanted to say this to her. Um, she's, had, she's gone through some really rough things, and I think it's because she's a strong and tough soul, and she's being tested right now. But she's going to make it because she is strong. She is. T- I mean, Mars and Saturn on her ascendant in Scorpio, that's somebody who is tested a lot and is strong and is tested for their strength. So you know what, Jorianne? When a person loses a lot here on the earth plane, mm-hmm. the loss of things that we hold dear, like a husband or a health or a pet or money, job, whatever that we deem as security – when we lose those things, especially when we lose them in bunches, it means that we really gain spiritually. And I think she's going through one of those um, tests right now where she's being tested hard on the earth plane to make her tough spiritually. And I think the fact that you mentioned that her husband's still around her is going to give her the strength to carry on. I don't, I don't see... This is not a person, in my opinion, with Mars and Saturn on the ascendant, this is not a person that gives up very easily. They usually are very, very strong. I don't know the whole chart, so I, don't, I can't speak to the whole thing, but just that alone is pretty strong. So uh, my heart goes out to you, and I think you're going to be fine. It's just going to give it some time because you're going through a lot of loss right now, and a that's tough, and she's got a lot of strength. Yeah, and thanks, Elizabeth, for calling in. And yeah, we, and good luck, Elizabeth. You'll be fine. From you again. Yeah. yeah. And I'm glad you had the love relationship with your husband. I think that was very special. Absolutely. All right, well, we've got one more caller, Dave. So let's see who we okay. have online here. And I think I know who this is. Let's see if they're there. Hello, caller. Hello. Nope, they're Can not you there. Hear me? I think it's one of those do, 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 do. Okay. <laughs> well, the call. <laughs> I didn't have to play that. <laughs> anyway, that was her husband so calling in. Right? Right? <laughs> it could happen that way. So sometimes we do have some callers that do call in to listen to the show. And we want to say thank thank you, everybody, for calling in. Um, we were actually able to get everybody tonight, Dave. That is really? amazing. Be- yes, because we... And it's, never we have before. barely a minute or two left here, and it's always a pleasure. And we have so many people that we cannot get to. You mean um, there's so nobody else on the line? I know, else the line? I know. Yes, but we. But this is it. It's like a whole hour and a half. <laughs> you know what I do? My Don't we have time for one it. more caller? <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you guys call in. This is. Three four seven six three three nine four zero four live. Give us a give us a call. I um, Dave, I love you. I thank you for calling in. No problem. And being a part of the show every month, like you have been for several years now. 
and um and I'm grateful to God that that um God has uh been working with you and healing you because I know you had a medical concern that came up recently. Yeah. So we're really grateful that everything is well. And um and will you join us again? Yes, next, next month, month I absolutely will be here with you. God All willing. Right. And I think that question that Carol presented, people normally don't ask questions like that. People always call in and ask about personal questions. My love, how's business, things like that. Yeah. Carol asked a very interesting question. How does the astrology chart look for our country with all yeah. these strange and unusual changes? So is that something that you might want to look into and then we can yeah, you know have what? a great let's, about that? Yeah, let's talk about that from now until our next meeting because I can pull up a chart real quick and look at okay. it and have it with me, and we can talk about some of the challenges that are going on in the chart of the United States. And I'm going to use the Sibley chart, which is the Sag Rising. Um, and we can see some of the what, what challenges and even what good energy is coming up right now. So Yeah, because one thing we'll know as Americans what we can look forward to or what we can do. Yeah, and especially in light of this pandemic and how hard it's yeah. hit our country. So. Yeah, we we yeah. can do that. No problem. All right. Well, I want to say thanks, Dave, so much. And, and again, okay. in order to contact you, how can they reach you? Astrogunning at sbcglobal.net. Just email me. is the fastest way. I'll get back to you right away and answer all your questions. If you want a reading, we could set it up. We can do it on Zoom. We can do it over the phone. Uh, and, you know, I'll get more in-depth with your chart, the whole thing, looking at the whole thing in depth. Beautiful. Okay, guys, and if you want to have um, a reading done with me, you know the number, 219-940-9292. I'm also having seance this Sunday. If you're interested in coming, uh, give me a call, 219-940-9292. All right, God bless you, everyone. We love you. Thank you for joining us. God bless us. you, too. God bless you, too. And we'll talk to you, we'll text you next, next week. All right, good night, everyone. Good night, Dave. Good night.